0: What is God's mission in the world? And how do you believe God is fulfilling His mission? This is Monday, October 17th, and we're continuing to work through our study called Engage. As a part of our Engage series, our desire is to engage the mission of Jesus in the way we live our lives each day. Now, we have learned that God's ways are not necessarily our ways. We think in terms of large movements using power and control, and we've learned how God works through small things, as we saw last week. Now this week, we take the next step in understanding God's way of bringing life to our world. Here's our scripture text for today. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 3. The Lord had said to Abram, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. Now likely we recognize this as the call of Abraham. And again, this may surprise us. God doesn't begin with a nation or a movement He begins his work in the world through just one family. Actually, it is more than that, as we shall see. The family is the model for all God does in the world. Now, beginning with Abraham, God called this man to leave his family and country and to start afresh. Now, we can't see how dangerous this would be for Abraham. You see, to walk away from your family meant losing your support system, your roots, your identity, your inheritance, and so much more. But God has in mind the beginning of a new family, one centered on him. God promises to work through this new family that will get started with Abraham and his wife Sarah. In the future, that family will grow to become an entire nation. But God's eyes are on the family, and really all the families of the earth. We can see this in everything God does. Now, Abraham and Sarah do not have children right away. Sarah is unable to conceive a child. You see, God's purpose is that they have a family unlike any other family before, one built on his promise and sustained by his presence and his love. Growing up, one of the popular TV shows was the adaptation of Lauren Ingalls Wilder's book entitled Little House on the Prairie. Her book of fiction actually has a basis in her own life. Her family moved for a time to land near a a town called Independence, Kansas. In her book, the father builds a small cabin for the family, and they begin to farm a plot of land provided to them. But it was also here on their small piece of land where as a family they face and learn life together. Here you see the bonds of family grow. Here the family members experience grace and forgiveness, hope, and disappointment. And the family is the place where everyone comes to be shaped, where we come to be shaped, into the people we become. And that's what her story is all about, the shaping and forming of a family. Now yes, there is growth and life that comes later on, for sure, but the die is cast here in the family. Now, thinking about Little House on the Prairie, there are no car crashes, no special effects. Instead, we are drawn into a family working and playing together and coming to terms with all that life can throw at them. It's simple and beautiful at the same time. Laura Wilder's books were released as children's books, and the books became popular because children hunger for the kind of simple connection that are related in the books for time at the dinner table, times of family prayer, for adventures together with their parents and siblings. You see, God's mission begins here because life begins here for us. Yes, this is where we learn life. We learn who we are, what life is all about, and we also learn how life is to be lived. It makes sense. If God is going to change the world, he is going to begin by forming a new family. Now, this is why, as we learned yesterday in worship, that the first followers of Jesus called each other brothers and sisters. They're not comrades or compatriots. Instead, they come to see each other as family. Now, let's stick with Abraham and his story here for a few moments more. He left the house of his father. His father's name was Terah. So that he might become a new family with God as his father and learn a new way of life formed in faith. As a result, Abraham was forced to find his identity, his security, his inheritance, and his future in God. You see, God didn't take Abraham out of the real world. No, this change of focus in Abraham's life required faith and trust and a dependence on God in the real world. You would say that This is a means of adopting a new way of life entirely. And this is what happens in our families when we come to see our family as the location of the mission of God. It's not just that we value our family, but God comes to direct our family toward Him, toward serving Him and honoring Him in all things. Let's pray together. God, you are our Father, and we are your children. Teach us your ways as we raise our children and support the families that surround us. Reveal to us the power of investing in them. Thank you that in Jesus you build a new family and you call us to serve one another in love. We pray in your name. Amen.